welcome to another episode of BPM Beers Per Minute. Uh, as you notice, we're missing two people, but we have a new one. This is Mr. Jeremiah Hughes. How's it going? Local comedian from uh, the great, well, not great city of Aberdeen, but Aberdeen. <laughs> it's got a rap, that's for sure. <laughs> so, wanted to have you on because I saw you at Wild Man and Raymond, and you're hilarious. You're Thank great, you, great, man. Great, I, great I appreciate that. Yeah, and absolutely. I, I like your, your style and your delivery. It's, it's very good. Thank you. I appreciate that. And so I wanted to ask you, like, how did you get started in it? What, 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 what made you want to go? What made me comedy? want to try comedy? Yeah. Um, I hadn't seen a stand-up show until over the age of 21. I hadn't went to a live show. I always kind of watched it on like on demand, you know, yeah. I always, everyone's always seen the stand-up thing and I always liked it. I was always goofy and silly, but I never officially went to a show. So me and my buddy, we went to our favorite comedian at the time show, maybe 2017, mm-hmm. Mark Norman. Mark. You know, Mark Norman, Mark. everyone at home, I think he's irreverent. So if you're younger, you know, proceed with caution, <laughs> but uh, he, he's a goofy guy. I think I've heard the name. That's the guy I went to go see, and I was just, we were like way far in the back, and he was doing his thing, and we were laughing our asses off, and in hindsight, I think he had kind of a rougher show. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, carbonation. I'd go for it. Uh, <laughs> I think he had, a, you know, in hindsight, knowing more about comedy, I think he had a bit more of a rough show, because he didn't even hang out and shake hands and stuff ah. like that, which normally he does from following him as a fan, mm-hmm. um, but I saw that, and Anthony and I fell in love with comedy because we were like, wow, there he is doing it right there. We can go see people like this. This is awesome, you know? So we started going to shows more. We got a really good taste for it. We saw the Tacoma Comedy Club had open mics. Well, we wanted to go there and check it out, you know? We're like, well, maybe we're funny, you know? Maybe we could. And we kind of did the whole chicken thing where it's like, well, I'll go up if you go up kind of thing, you know? (laughs) And we just kind of like chickened ourselves into like signing up for the monthly thing. Then we each got on a week after each other and we're like, Uh (laughs) we need to actually put together material. (laughs) And then, you know, well, I kind of fast forwarded a little bit because Mm. the pandemic, COVID and everything. So we we never actually made it to the club until after it reopened. So I had the pandemic. This is a big chunk to have skipped over. But um, (laughs) we were talking about going and then everything shut down. Mm-hmm. rather fast here in Washington. I was oh, in yeah. a mosh pit the week before everything shut down. I I'm was, sure people don't want to hear about COVID. But, I, mean, um, yeah. like, I was supposed to go to see the Acacia strain when they said with everything's locked down. Like, yeah. Two days. And I was like, oh. It's good God. that it's not now. It, yes, you know, it, yeah. It's good that life's back to normal. I'm actually going to my very first concert, um, the first, which is awesome. It's Dusty Cubby, the guys that do our theme song. Oh, nice. Yeah. I Hell yeah. Love them now. They're so cool. They're such a good band. Check them out. I will check them out. Absolutely. Back to your story. No, no problem. Yeah. So um, I had the time to actually sit there and write um, at what I thought was funny. And, you know, I gathered about five minutes. The thing that really helped me, I think, was I stumbled across like some like Zoom style comedy app mm-hmm. that kind of like fed my little appetite of writing. You know, I could kind of find what was a decent little joke. So by the time stuff opened back up, I had a, you know, decent little set. Now, the crowd that came out the opening month that it opened was like 120 people in Tacoma Comedy Club, dude. It was like 
And that place is a lot pretty of small. <laughs> yeah. And um, they were ready to laugh. So mm-hmm. I went up there, obviously recorded my set, and, you know, did my material and did rather well, you know, especially nice. for my first time. I didn't even mention that it was my first time, so I didn't get the... I didn't... Uh, I thought that that was kind of hack. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of hack, even day one, to go up there and go, oh, it's my first time. Because, you know, yeah. people are going to... They're going to be like, oh, yeah, you're, you're great. And right, I just yeah. wanted to see if it was funny. You know, I wanted mm-hmm. to see if I liked it because I heard a bunch of comics say that if you try it, you'll know right away if you like it or not. I think that was Bill Burr oh, really? saying that. Yeah. Hmm. He's like, try it one time and you'll, you'll know you'll know if, you, if it's you for you because you'll love it. Right. And if you're like, eh, it's probably not for you because it sucks. <laughs> but if you do it and you're like, that's my thing, which I did. And I was like, this yeah. is it, you know. Awesome. But I had a really good set my first time. Point being, because people were there ready to laugh. I recorded it, put it on Reddit naively, and Uh-oh. people were actually really nice. They were like, that was a good crowd. They were really hot for you. They really liked you. And in hindsight, that was a really good first set to ever yeah. have, because a lot of people's first sets, they eat it, they die, they bomb. Yep. And um, so that gave me the bug right away where I was like, oh, I'm good at this. And then I wasn't, obviously. Right. So then I went to like the first mic with like only eight comics, and then I wanted to kill myself afterwards because it was horrible yeah but not actually what, don't do what, that. what's your worst like bomb <sighs> comics tell me oh you haven't bombed yet i feel like mm-hmm. it's kind of a you, you like, have to be a happens. contest almost you know oh, where it's yeah. like oh you haven't bombed like i bombed or, or things but mm-hmm. people have told me like oh you haven't really bombed i've had rough shows where there was like eight people in the crowd mm-hmm. and uh they kind of disengaged halfway through, but still laughed right. at things. You know, I'd get them back halfway, but mm. they didn't laugh at every joke that I told. And I was like, I bombed. Yeah. And there was a comic, like, they didn't walk out. They didn't boo. You had eight people. You did fine. Hmm. Like, both people told me that. So I'm always hard on myself. Yeah, as, I'm as never happy with <laughs> the set that I had, you know? So mm-hmm. even if, well, there's times where you got to relish in it you're like that was pretty good i yeah. like that it felt good you know but most of the time i can always pick what i hate about it it's such a important thing to me that mm-hmm. i want to take it so seriously right that i mean you got to you got to find something to improve on it's never done a joke's never done it never ends so that's what i like about it though is you can always keep crafting things yeah so. and, and you can change things up like i saw um chad daniels he's one of my favorites like, oh he's good yeah i Kind of like is getting me more into starting to write some more jokes because I saw him. I've seen him twice. He was actually my first show was him at the Tacoma Comedy Club. Nice. And it was like right after they opened too. <laughs> was it a hot show? Uh, it was awesome. It yeah, was so good. I got I sat like pretty much this close to it to you or to him, and it was just oh, so good. Did you have that fanboy moment where you're like, there? Oh he yeah. Is. I, yeah. I wanted to like scream out some stuff. I was like, nope, nope, nope. He no. Mm-mm. Don't embarrass yeah. yourself. Yep. Because I listen to his podcast, too. I love his podcast, Middle of Somewhere. If you haven't listened to it, you check it out. It's, I'll check it out, yeah. It is superb. <laughs> I have Him a f- and Cy Amundsen. It's really good. I have a really funny story that I can tell later about um, me embarrassing myself in front of Mark Norman, which he'll probably never remember <laughs> or anything like that, but it's a kind of a funny story. I mean, we can tag him. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe he'll hear it, uh, but probably not. I was at his <laughs> Netflix filming. Oh. Um, in Manhattan. I actually flew from where I live in Aberdeen, Washington to Manhattan in the because ch- I like, applied to be in it. And then I got mm-hmm. this thing that was 
like semi like hey yeah you've been accepted you know maybe you'll make it it was really up in the air. i can't remember exactly because it was a little while ago mm. and uh i don't know if i could say this on the pod but i had a bunch of weed before this mm. because i don't drink but i do yeah. pot so you're you know fine. i had like uh I, I ate like 120 milligrams so you know yeah. uh, i don't remember the exact date you know we're having a fun time <laughs> right. but you know i you know, whenever it was, whenever his Netflix special was, it was pretty recently. I mean, it was after everything opened up. I think it was 2021. Okay, I'll have to check it out. Um, yeah, it was recent. It was in August. I remember that. So, yeah, it was okay. August 2021. Hmm, maybe it might be on my list, too. It, it, was, it was great. Great. Anyway. Cool. The point being, um, <laughs> I, I, I flew over there. You know, it was like, yes, we got in because it was kind of up in the air. And it was like, yeah, you got in. So, we... Walked up and down and up and up and down and waiting, and I got great seats. I'm actually nice. like, if you watch Netflix, like you can see my dumb face with my okay. girlfriend, like <laughs> awesome. watching him. Yeah, it's That's pretty so fun. Cool. I was like, yeah, I've appeared on Netflix, jokingly with my <laughs> friends, you know. Um, hey, I showed up in uh, what was it? I think it was one of like AFI's videos at, from Bumper Shoot or something like that. I'm like, God, there I am, right there in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, and then. Um, I was sitting right by where he comes out and comes back. Oh, nice. And so we had this moment where he had a great set, and he's walking off, and we make eye contact, and he, he goes, comedy! And I do, <laughs> nice. and I go to him, and he does it back, ah, you know, and we have this moment. I'm like, yes, Mark, I fucking love it, yeah. yeah. And uh, I do the stupid thing where I, I'm like, nuts, bro. Oh, no. Because <laughs> his fist is already up, and he just walks right past me. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are you doing, man? Come on, Nux. He's mm. on TV. He's on Netflix. He's not gonna bump your knock. You're a dumbass, See, or you're but, you're an idiot. But you, you know, you missed 100 percent of the shots you don't take. <laughs> you know, what if he would have done it? He's like, hey, he takes his hat off, throws it here. Take this, you kid. Never know. You know, so kind you know, of thing. Something, I don't know. He wasn't. I, I've met hat, quite but. a few people. I met. Um, you know, the band Stabbing Westward. They're like uh, 90s electronica rock. They're, they're really good. Um, they had another band called The Dreaming, and I I got to meet them, like hang out with them after their shows, like man for like a couple hours, and got onto like a first name basis with them. That's really cool. And it's just because I was like, hey, you know, I can I buy you a beer? Yeah. And then from that point on, they told all these stories from like the '90s of when they thought they were like huge, and uh, <laughs> Johnny Harrow said he was like walking down the streets of L.A. with like two girls on his arms, and then he's got this. 16 year old kid like holding all of their coats and purses and everything like his squire following them around <laughs> but yeah you never know unless you unless you try well i've met him a couple times just in the meet because most of the time he does meet and greets and i've oh, went to right. tons of mark shows before look at me calling him mark like yeah. like we're best pals no but i've taken pictures with him. i bought a shirt from him and took a picture with him you know we've shook hands i've said hi mm -hmm. he said nice eyes nice. thank you but um you know, it was a fun time. He's a, he's a nice guy. Um, but that was just such an embarrassing moment. He'll probably never remember it. He'll never hear this. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But to me, it was that moment where you kind of slipped and fell. And, so, and you know someone saw you fall. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it's so much more embarrassing now. Yep. And my girlfriend saw me go for the... <laughs> it was Instantly flush. And you're like... Oh, oh. man. I was like, oh, we're, not, we're not doing the... Mm -mm. Yeah, no, not anymore. Yeah, that's... <laughs> you know what? I bet if, like, you get big enough and you meet, like, actually do something with it, he, he might remember. No, no. It'll be hilarious. Those, those will be the ones that they do, like, that they do remember. Because <laughs> that's how I met the, the Dreaming Guys, is first show I went to, my brother and sister-in-law were, like, engaged, ready to be married. 
So they just sat in the back and were just like holding each other the whole time. So when I saw him again, I'm like, hey, you probably don't remember me. My, you know, the people back there was like, oh, yeah, that, that freaky making out couple? Yeah, I remember you guys. <laughs> like, yep, that was us. Well, maybe he'll remind me, or maybe he'll remember me as, like, the weird guy that the went in for nuts during <laughs> his moment in the Super Bowl where he was like, it's not about you, dude. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just a dumb thing where I was like, oh, my comedy guy, yeah. He really looks up to Seinfeld, which Seinfeld's great. Oh, yeah. But, um, like, Seinfeld was in the 90s when I was born. Which Seinfeld's great, but oh, yeah. it's more current for him. Like he's my Seinfeld, you know. Mm-hmm. Where he's, I love his writing. I love Dude, everything is he about your the guy. Biggest influence then? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm afraid that I'm constantly doing him, which I'm not trying to do. I just naturally sound like this. Yeah. And I'm a stoner. So. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I love how he writes. I like how edgy he is. I like that he goes up and bats for comedy because a lot of people are really sensitive now. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people claim to like comedy and they don't actually like comedy beca- right. because they can't take a joke, you know? Exactly, yeah. And it's like, well, come on. It's it's funny until it comes around to you. If you can't take a joke, if you don't have thick skin, maybe comedy isn't for you. Yeah, I mean, you, you know? have those guys that do push the line a bit. Oh, yes. Like, There's always outliers like on Louis every K. side. I love Louis K. But he's always got like one or two that's like, ah, that was, that was just over the line, man. Was, Line's different for everybody. It you is. know, true. I, f- I feel like comedy is a lot like pornography, too. Mm-hmm. Sorry for the crude analogy. But um, it's like the more you experience it, mm-hmm. the more it takes yeah. to really get you there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, same with comedy. Yeah. And, and like, so a lot of the times comics have real dark, weird senses of humor because knock-knocks don't do it for us anymore. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So. Yep. When, when a comic's up there and he's riffing off someone really, really hard, and it's like, well, how did you think of that? Well, they practice that all the time. To them, yeah. that wasn't even really that funny. That was just off the top, you know. So their brains, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's, <laughs> yeah, there's some, some com- comedians. It takes more, I guess, yeah. Like, like Tom Segura, he's got some good bits. Oh, yeah, he but, can go dark. But he, he gets a bit dirty for me. Yeah, like it just pushes that line from and like I'm. Yeah, I, I don't like. You might not like, like Mark Norman. I mean, it, it depends. It depends on what it is, though, because like yeah. I would, like one of my favorite. I said Louis C.K. is one of my favorites. Yeah, well, I'm <laughs> glad you said that because I, I love Louis. Oh, yeah, and yeah, he's great. He's one of the only one that came forth when all that stuff happened and said I'm I apologize and I didn't realize that this stuff happened and he's the only one that got like canned because of that. He which is, is crazy. He's. I mean, people throw around the world. He's genius, you know, mm. but he, he's a fucking genius at comedy, yeah. dude. His, he, what he did with his show, Louis, and did stand-up at the same time, and just look into Louis C.K. Like, I don't need to sing his praises. He's a fucking, or excuse yeah. me, he's a legend. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, he, he's, he really is a genius, and he can, he can really toe a line to where almost like... <laughs> It could really turn people off. Yep. There's even some things that don't date well from mm-hmm. him. But most comedy doesn't date well. Because no. the line's always moving, you know? And everyone has that different line, you know? Because like if you look back at Pryor or Eddie Murphy, oh, right. that would never fly now. I have one of Pryor's albums. Yeah. And on vinyl. So, um, you know, the line's always moving here and there. And it'll, you know, hopefully it comes back a little bit. And then yeah. it'll go back. And, you know, I, hopefully that's how it works. Maybe I'm just talking. That Chad's my last show, his last tour, he called it the uh, mixed reviews tour because mm. <laughs> he had a lot of different opinions. Like he brought out his book and he had like 
this side and this side. And you're like, see, you guys didn't like that joke. That's going on the negative side of this thing. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. So, so, and you're talking about um, reworking your jokes and things. The more you do it, it's like the first time I saw Chad. And it was really funny when he told it because he told it on his podcast. I just heard it like that week mm-hmm. about a story about his daughter. And he like, they had a fight or something. And then he basically chased after her. And she thought he was a, you know, somebody chasing her. And the way he said it in the first show, it was funny. It was good. But then he reworked it for the last time. And it made it so much better because he added a couple other little details. And it just killed the whole place just went off Mm -hmm. and that's the whole little thing is can i change a word can i cut a word out here Mm -hmm. um you know the infamous is waffle funnier than pancake you know there's like just words that are more funny than other words farts just a funny word you know of course yeah Uh, anytime you can use the word (laughs) fart i love it you know Mm -hmm. um but I, i got a real silly sense of humor i'm like the silly lovably obnoxious comic you know where you're like you're like that's yeah. so, you know, and but that's my whole thing. I don't like to do politics. I don't like to do race. I don't like to do stuff that because the world is full of stress. Oh yeah, it's already and it's and killing that. us. The stress is killing us. So I feel like you're there. People go to comedy. Us comedians can forget that people go to comedy to forget about bad stuff, to mm. have fun, you know, to enjoy joy, to feel joy so much that it falls out of their head. Like the, there's mm-hmm. little feelings that you can feel, especially aside from sex yeah. that can feel so good that you go, ah, yeah. you know, like <laughs> that's a powerful thing that you can give someone. And, uh, a lot of people use that to sneak their feelings about politics and yeah. stuff in there and you know comedians can do that and that's a fine thing for them but what i want to do is just provide silly fun at least for right now who knows yeah. carlin started silly and then went really political at the end yeah and he did his stuff was pretty on point though yeah <laughs> I, you know did. i'm not like, saying he was no, wrong yeah that, that that's the thing you you adapt to your surroundings too i think a lot of mainstream people that like comedy and stuff get into comedy or watch comedy when they feel bad to feel better yeah you never like on top of the world, like, let's watch a comedy special. You know, everything's going great. I mean, sometimes. 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 sometimes <laughs> please. But um, a lot of the times when I do it, I'm like, I need a, I need a, right. I need a laugh. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I'm never like too down in the dumps or anything like that where I'm like crying, like, I need to watch comedy yeah. right now. Or, you know, that'd be weird. But, you know, yeah, I mean, when you're kind of on the verge and you're like, Meh, it's kind of glum out. You know, put a special on your laugh, and you're like, I'll go call. But, yeah. You know, it kind of turns your mood around, at least for me, personally. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I'm just speaking. I do the same thing with, with uh, like, Spotify and stuff. I'll just throw in a comedy album. Because it's great, you know. And you don't have to be doing anything, really. Yeah. You just, you know, you fid- fiddle with something, and then just have that going in the background. And you'll, you'll pick up on the things that make you laugh. Like, you won't even hear the last 20 minutes of it. But that one two-minute joke, like, yeah. you pick that one out, and that just makes your day so much better. Exactly. It's like uh, kind of you were calling back to Dave Grohl about, mm-hmm. like, just that, that little bit is all that is yep. all that matters, you know? Just yeah. like that made my day. That's all. That's exactly. that's, that's that's what it's all about, you have know? Have you uh, listened to his book, or have you, did you know he wrote a book? No. It's called Storyteller, and he does the audiobook for it, too? Awesome. Like, I'd give it a listen. It's so good, because he's got so much passion for everything, and the way he talks about his kids, and doing different things for different shows and things. It's just, it's really, really like inspiring. It's really good. Dig it. I'll have to check that out too. Also, Dave Grohl is mm-hmm. also a great 
way to call anybody with long hair and a goatee. Right. Uh, it's just a goat. Like, it'd be a... I'm sure anyone with that look gets it all the time. Uh, yep. We had a guy, when I lived in Olympia, that lived in the apartment complex that looked like Dave Grohl. And we literally just called him Dave Grohl. Like, even to his face. We're like, hey, Dave Grohl, get over here. Come here. He just answered to it. It was, it was a sad curse for that man. <laughs> he probably got it everywhere. I had somebody say that I looked like a... David Arquette. I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, okay, I think. I get Maybe? Mac I Miller a lot. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. A little bit. Um, thank you. Yes, please. That was the waitress. <laughs> Great service. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this place is awesome. And like, this is where we're going to be doing most all of our guests. Nice. And just because it's so private. Spacious, Even though yeah. you have some, you know audio texture well, I, I went in uh to the front i don't know if i should give too much away but there was a bunch of people i was like geez whiz this is must be a good soundproofing or something and then i saw you back here i was like oh, yeah. that makes sense well the, the waitress sat time... me down she was gonna try to feed me a real meal <laughs> sorry last time we were here we had people just like wander in and be like oh yeah well, there's a, there's a Start playing pool. area and we're like yeah. Hi. <laughs> we do lakeside chats for our Patreon at Wired. Oh, yeah. You want to plug, plug your stuff, too. What's oh, the yeah. your, your podcast? Uh, I do a podcast that I host with another friend of mine. Um, very funny guy, Stephen Eddy. Um, he was supposed to do comedy with me. Come on, Stephen. Go to stand-up. Come on. Do we it. were going to do it. Do it. But, I'm uh, going to try. He's, we started together. He was like, yeah, we're stand-up comedians. Let's do this podcast together. And then, you know, he has a family. He has a real family. So, yeah. I mean, he's got kids and stuff. So I get it. Thank you very much. Appreciate just playful. If he sees this, which he probably will, he'll just laugh. You know, oh, yeah. I've been I've been trying to get him out for a million years. But um, we, you know, when we started the podcast, we we're both you know like love and comedy. And he's a he's a comedian in the own regard, where he's a podcaster. You mm -hmm. know, like he doesn't have to do stand up like I do. He's a very funny guy. We have a podcast called Wired and Weird, um, which is like a variety style podcast. It's a comedy podcast, but it's a chit chat thing, kind of like we do here. Mm -hmm. Um, I love podcasts. I love spoken word. I've always listened to it, especially. NPR. Yeah, <laughs> that's a <what> grew up on. <laughs> especially when it's like late at night and you feel kind of mm -hmm. lonely, or you're driving and you're alone, and then you put on a couple buddies just just having fun, you know. And mm -hmm. you're like, this is fun. This is so much better than listening to the same song eighty times. Right. So that's why I kind of grab. It's like you know, one day. If the technology let me, that'd be fun. I've always thought it would be fun to be on the radio kind of thing, you know? I like to talk, if you can't tell. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> the, the podcast is kind of us chit-chatting, having fun. We do Would You Rathers, which is a fun game where you give them two options. And you kind of just improv about it. Mm. We have dad jokes. We review movies. Nice. We do all sorts of fun stuff in Wired and Weird. But on our Patreon, we, which you can give us $5 a month and support the show, which we really appreciate for our weirdos. Yeah. Um, we go to special different places, Lakeside, and we do our podcast live um, and do like a funner, spicier, go deeper into our personal lives and tell more stories kind of thing. And uh, so many people will try to walk up and they'll, they'll wave at us. They'll just see <laughs> us sitting side of a lake with a bunch of microphones and headphones on doing something and they'll still want to walk up. And it's, Isn't that weird? It's so bizarre with your person coming in, just wandering in. It's like... Right. <laughs> there, see, Hi. Like, I, I'm kind of like. At least they're drinking here. Yeah. Whereas, like at a park, like we were at Lake Aberdeen. I mean, Aberdeen. they're probably drinking there too. Well, well I mean, if you're Lake Aberdeen, they're probably doing mess. Robbed at Needlepoint. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
It's funny. I listened to that uh, on the way up here. Oh your, yeah. Your yeah. I looked at your your YouTube one. Your your first set. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's fun. <laughs> So I wanted to just refresh myself on, on some of your stuff. That's cool. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah Hughes Comedy. Um, I and, have... and you have another subscriber. So. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. My YouTube is very pitiful. <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's okay. I mean, I'm, I'm in it for the live shows. It's fun. Yeah. You know. Uh, well, you recorded your set from Raymond, too. Yeah. Are you, you going to throw that I, one up there? I record everything. Mm-hmm. I try not to release too much of my stuff that I actually work with paid so that oh, there's okay. some allure to come see me. Mm-hmm. The stuff that I release... Um, is not retired, like retired, but yeah. it's stuff that like I don't usually do anymore. Stuff that yeah, they, you know I don't. Uh, maybe I'll pull out every once in a while, but it's not part of my usual because I host for fifteen minutes at this point in time. You know, oh, yeah, I can feature and stuff like that, um, but I don't don't often. Okay. You know, I'm usually just an MC, uh, which is fine. You know, I've only been doing comedy a year and three months. Oh, really? So yeah, that long. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm new into the game. Like I started April in 2021. No, 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 excuse me. That's when everything opened up, yeah. yeah. Yep. April 2021 was when I started. April 12th, 2021 was the day that I first did that open mic that oh, I was talking nice. about okay. that we never finished that story, right. actually. See, I did an open mic. having two people with ADHD. Yeah, it's all good. So it, uh, I did that open mic that day. I uh, did, did well. You know, even Reddit was like, well, you know, he... He did, he did pretty stinking well. You know, it was a good crowd. Good job. Mm-hmm. And then I uploaded my next couple sets. I'm like, we don't care, dude. Don't do this every time. You know, kind of thing. So I get it. But, um, yeah. So I, I've only been doing it a little bit of time. But I've been doing very well for how little amount of time. And I'm, I'm a humble guy. So I don't want to be like, I'm great. You know, yeah. but a lot of people come up and they're like, how long have you been doing it? And I'm like, you know, a year. Mm-hmm. And they're like, whoa, keep doing it. And awesome. I'm a pretty big screw-up in my life. <laughs> I feel like most comics are. And uh, I, I've, I've been good at things. I am good at snowboarding. I was a good wrestler. Mm. I'm good at things, you know. Right. Um, I've worked customer service for 10 years. I'm good at that. Yep. You know, I can do things. Um, but I had to work really hard at getting good at them. There's never been one thing in my life where they're like, this kid's got it. He's really good at this, you <laughs> Me know. Me neither. <laughs> but, dude, when I did comedy, that was the one thing that people were like, you're pretty good at this. And, nice. and that's what kept me wanting to come back. And I'm no Seinfeld. I'm no Chappelle. I'm no Rodney Dangerfield. But the fact that people are like, oh, yeah, you're naturally pretty funny. You're, mm-hmm. And I look back in history, and that's I hid behind humor all the time. Yeah. That's all I had was like and, – and what made me realize how much I try to make people laugh just in my normal life – is like an absurd amount and I didn't realize that I'm such a whore for laughs yeah. you know that like I love making people laugh I do it all the time I remember one of my earliest memories was me putting on my aunt's glasses the same aunt that I made the things for oh, yeah. I put on my aunt's glasses and I'd act like her <laughs> and I'd be like oh my god you know and the nice. family would fall over laughing dying and I was like oh this is good yeah mm-hmm. um, so I've always kind of been like that but comedy, in hindsight, you're like, yeah, I was, I was a funny guy. But yeah. never at the moment was I like, I've had to have comics go, yeah, you're funny. I'm like, I'm funny. Yeah, right. But it's I'm obvious funny. to everyone else. When I went up to my closest friends, I'm like, am I funny? They're like, what? Yeah. I mean, why are you, this is weird. Why are you, <laughs> why are you asking, asking me that? <laughs> yeah. But I was like, I don't know. I just, huh. but then I was talking to my girlfriend, which is a very introverted woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a kind woman, as beautiful woman. But, uh does not look for laughs, you know? And uh, she was like, I don't, I could go through the whole day without getting a laugh. I was like, dude, I 
don't know if I can make it through a day without making someone laugh. I'd go out of my way and just trip on the street <laughs> or whatever just to, just to make a guy in a window go. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was on the little Zoom thing practicing right. jokes before I even did stand-up. That sucks, by the way. I hate oh, doing yeah. the Zoom comedy. It's I'm so sure. hard, dude. Because like... people will watch it on mute. And, I, and comedy is all about getting live reaction, you know? Because it's about mute. pacing. They'll watch it on mute, so you can't hear them laugh or oh, anything going on. Right, 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 right. So you can't hear any response back. Yeah. So the, the pacing's all different. Right. So if, you know, I'm, like, telling a joke, like that needlepoint joke, mm-hmm. you, know, if, you know, it's getting rough out here. You know, the other day I was robbed at needlepoint. Yeah. That doesn't translate over a screen because there's a little bit of a lag, and they're watching it mm-hmm. on mute. Then you give your natural laugh pause. And then you're like, wait, now, now I'm off because now they're and out. then, then they laugh. That pacing is <laughs> different. You watch right. people that do most Zoom comedy; it's a different, at least from what I've seen, it's very mm. new. Yeah. But um, it I, seems I like they don't really wait for laughs. Like when I practice, I leave like a, but you mm-hmm. know, at least for a little tee heat because it's a punchline. You expect to get a laugh, especially if it's your paid act. You should be right. getting laughs on your punchlines, exactly. even if that's at least where they should be. You know, so you you have like a. <laughs> delivery and then a pace and then you start again but it seems like at least with zoom i can't figure it out it's hmm. not maybe i just don't have the will for it but the live mm. reaction of having a live audience of people looking at you and laughing at you that doesn't not for me it's not the same yeah, yeah. there's there's something even just like stepping on a stage like just being on the stage is like gives you kind of a sense of like, like oh, the anxiety man. before it just like awesome it's really similar to wrestling where it was a love-hate relationship with the nerve-wracking, gut-wrenching anxiety mm-hmm. before a match. Where you're looking at the guy, you're about <laughs> to go out and try your hardest to pin to the ground. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh yeah. And you're like, <laughs> oh yeah. And you're scared inside. You know, mm-hmm. everyone always is a little bit, you know, like some people are just cocky and they're like, oh, I'm going to yeah, this guy's butt I'm, or whatever. I'm going to kill you. I, I have a lot of self-doubt. You know, so <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, jeez, you know, but I'm trying to look tough. And, uh. You know, you're looking at this guy and you feel all really scared, like so scared. You're like, oh, I feel like I'm going to pee a little bit. That type <laughs> of scared. I always hated it in the moment, but I find myself getting myself in that situation all the time. So I must like it. You yeah. Know? Well, and once you get past that that first little bit, then it's like, ah, this is nothing. I think it's a form of addiction, just being like anxious <laughs> probably, all the time. You know, it probably is. <laughs> um, does something up here? I don't know. <laughs> But I like I snowboard, which mm-hmm. you're t- constantly terrified snowboarding because you're. Oh, me too. Slip. You should be at least if you're not, then you don't respect how dangerous it is. Because <laughs> I see some dudes like I'll do a backflip off this yeah. thing, and they uh, can't uh, snowboard no, for the rest of their mm-hmm. life. They always end up breaking something, and they have to stop. I want to snowboard in, when I have gray hair. Yeah, I like doing it. You know, it's, it's a lot of fun, and I can do jumps. I can do a little cute spin. I'm not like up there. Doing grinds, yeah, no stuff, grind you know. Rails, no I can, I can big... mob. I can go fast. I have a tracker. You know, oh, I can nice. go 45, 50 miles an hour Sweet. on a board. But when you're any point past that, you're like, when you're going forty five, oh. you're like, this is a, not a good idea. I, I can hurt you know? myself. Exactly. Oh yeah, if you crash, <laughs> you're like really hurt. You mm-hmm. know, and it's kind of like I had not the smartest once. idea. Oh my god. Yeah, it was night skiing. Uh, so we all went. First time ever going nightboarding, and it was that's different too because your goggles do different things, and it's, ice. And, and it's icy because mm-hmm. it gets cold at night. So there, we, where were we at? We were at uh, Hood, and we were coming down, and there's this one one path that you take, kind of cuts around, back over, and then like back into the main run. And as we were going around, my friends went around the corner, and as I started going, I started to go like at the wobbles, mm-hmm. so I tried to stop, but then my board just went. Oh, and so you I chopped it up. Oh, boy. 
and I fell on my face and I spun around and I just both my legs right around the tree, like right at the knees and just wham. Break anything? No, no, oh, didn't break anything wow. and it didn't hurt. I was just like, did anybody see it? Nope, good. All right, I'm up and I'm going. Dude, I took this little girl out one time, dude. I felt so bad, man. Oh, little dude. kids are the worst though in mountain. Especially, especially the ones that are like entitled. Man, I was on Crystal Mountain. It was my first year. Oh, that's a sucky mountain to go boarding on anyways. Yeah. for skiers. I was so new. And it was snowboarding. If you don't make it all the way through a cat track, which is a flat part of the area, you have to mm-hmm. unstrap and like walk. Yes. And it sucks, dude. And it's so long. And it's in the snow. And it's tiring. And you're sweaty. Mm-hmm. And then you get cold because you're sweaty. It sucks. <laughs> so I was just good enough to where I really couldn't stop super well. But I could get cooking enough to get through it maybe once out of the day. Mm-hmm. You know? And so I'm like, every time I'm like, I'm going to make it this time. You know? Um, and I was ready to go. There was a good spot. And then this little... Dude, I, I'm bad at gauging ages, but maybe seven-year-old little girl. Little girl, like, little... Mm-hmm. Hi, how's it going? You could pick her up and carry her right, around. Yeah. It's on skis, which is impressive. But also... Yeah. <laughs> where's the mom or dad or anything? Like, I don't... It was just a little girl. And so I was... Get cooking, right? And I'm watching this little... I'm not being... Uh, what's the word? Unaware. Yeah. yeah I'm you, not being unaware. I'm, I'm watching yeah. her. I'm like, she's going left, right, left, right. So I'm trying to get past her because I'm going really fast at the edge of not being able to control myself, which one of the rules of the mountain is stay in control, you know, Mm -hmm. but I'm trying to make it through here. I'm good. You know, the rules don't apply to me. I'm trying to slip through here. And then she goes left, right, left, 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 right in front of me. And I go, look out. And I dive, right? Mm -hmm. I do a baseball slide into home and I miss her. She's like right here, right? And I'll go, whew. And I look back and she's hanging over my snowboard like, ah! <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. And I look back and I'm like, oh my God, are you okay? I'm so sorry. And she's fine. She's a little girl. She's like, ah, dude, that hurt. And I skied <laughs> off. And then there's this big, scary Russian or Eastern European guy yeah. of, with that accent I don't want to uh-huh. say because Ukrainians get really mad when you, especially nowadays, but they always did. Oh. They, they don't like when you mix them all up. Oh, okay. I, uh, there'd be, you know, uh, a cannery in Westport, Mm -hmm. they get a bunch of different European people through all the time. They'll come through and work like six months, crazy hours and go back. Yeah, because they're in the boats. But, um, there would be a couple Ukrainian dudes that'd come in and I'd be like, oh, are you Russian dude? They're like, we're not Russian. Do not call us Russian. And I'm like, never, I'm never going to do that again. I'm so sorry. You learn real quick when something like that happens. Yeah, I'm like, I got it. That's because as an American, sometimes you forget (laughs) that there's other beef out there, you know, Mm -hmm. that like stuff we don't even know about. So anyways, Eastern (laughs) European type guy was like, fuck you. Just out of nowhere, he skied up and was like, fuck you, because he saw what happened and she got up and skied off and he's like, fuck you. And I'm like, oh no, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, and he's like, "I'm not sorry, fuck you." Oh, sorry, I'm not supposed to be yeah, sorry. Right, I can believe him. Cool, because uh, that's really what he said. It was yeah, terrifying. Yeah. He's a big guy. He's an older guy, so you know, I'm a young guy, so naturally, well, that, that accent, that that really strong. Just yeah. Really so I un- start unstrapping my board, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm like, this guy's gonna fight me, and right, I don't want to be on like a, oh, you know, and he's on skis. Yeah. And the he, side of a snowboard. He has a tactical advantage. <laughs> at this point, I'm thinking more fight or flight than mm-hmm. like be nice. So I'm thinking this is a giant knife, you oh, know? Yeah. So oh, I was yeah. unstrapped and I grabbed my board like that. And I wasn't like, like swinging it at him, but I was like, and he yeah. just started sliding away looking at me. <laughs> and he was like, F- 
you one last time and, and skied off. And I was Weird. the rest of the day, I was like, this guy's just going to come out of left field and pow, <laughs> just clean me up, dude. And But he never did, <laughs> which I was like, whoo, because the little girl was fine. I yeah. mean, it was totally fine. The parents weren't around. I don't think they care at all. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. That's a that's a scary experience, like yeah. having something like that happen. <laughs> and another reverse thing happened where I was me. later in my snowboarding career, where I know how the mountain goes mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, <laughs> I was I was going down this intermediate hill, right? People know what a blue hill is. Yeah. You shouldn't bring beginners on a blue hill. It's they'll get in the way well, and stuff like so, that. <laughs> uh, story along the lines of that. First time I ever went snowboarding, a friend who was very experienced, twenty years in it. Uh, we got to the mountain and first time, don't even know what we're doing. He meets up with his friends. He didn't know we we're going to be there and goes, oh, sweet. I'll go up with you guys. So he turns to us and go, okay, this is how you turn. This is how you turn this way. This is how you stop. Bye. Ugh. And just, you know, effed off. <laughs> I hear that actually a lot. I hear that from a lot of people that go, I hate snowboarding. I hate skiing. The first time was terrible. And I go, well, did the first person take you up on a black diamond? Did the first person just leave you alone? Did they help you at all? (laughs) No. And so, and that's what happened is like, I went up, I did the intermediate one as my first, I didn't go to the bunny slope. I was, you know, halfway up. I could do that. Yeah. Got kind of my bearings, but then I decided to go up to the top. And when I got up there, I was like, I can't, I can't do this. So I unstrapped and I walked down. You're a snowboarder. Snowboarder. I knew you were cool. Yeah. Just getting skiers. <laughs> Snowboarding is so much better than skiing. I like it better, but I also have always rode skateboards and mm-hmm. rode longboards. Oh, Skateboarding nice. is one thing I've always want. I'm wearing a Vans hat. I've always wanted to be a good skater, dude. I always think it's so cool, Thrasher and shit. I almost hurt myself why I quit. Like, real bad. Yeah, I was never really good at it. I mm-hmm. could never, like, land a kickflip. I could ollie pretty decent, and I can always ride. I can ride really well. I could ride through bowls. I liked riding. I, I was like, I good. just like riding around the up and down the ramps, and yeah. you know, riding down hills was a lot of fun. So I gravitated you, towards longboards. <laughs> Dude, I skinned my whole back one time. Oh no! That's a whole nother crazy. I got all sorts of crazy stories. Cool. We have a section in our podcast called Story Time, mm-hmm. where every episode we tell a crazy story that happened to us. Just because I've done a lot. <laughs> Not that I'm like a really cool, mysterious guy, but I've just gotten myself in all sorts of hijinks and stuff, and. uh that happened. I was bombing down Hospital Hill in Aberdeen. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know where that I is. I know exactly where that is. Um, with no shirt on, on a longboard. I've been riding longboards <laughs> my whole life. I do the skid cool thing. I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm a teenager. I know everything. Yep. And uh, my trucks were too loose. I got the speed wobbles, and I biffed it hard. Probably oh. now that I know how fast things are with snowboarding, probably about 20 miles an hour. Ooh, I was going yeah, really fast. That. No helmet. A speaker in my hand, sunglasses on, um, oh, and I hit the, well, I didn't even hit a rock, really. What, what really happened was I got the speed wobbles, and I'm like, oh, do the whole thing, try to slow down. I'm like, I'm not slowing down. I'm going to bail out in the grass. And I tried to get over to the curb, and then I got, you know, wheel bite is. Mm-hmm. The board hit the wheel, and that's like an emergency brake. He'll just get thrown <laughs> off it. And so I got thrown into, like, the dusty dirt side of the road. And it was oh, a bunch of dirt and rock in my back. But I skinned my whole right side of my back down to my butt cheek. My elbow and my knee were, like, raw, really bad. And uh, I hit the ground so hard that I rolled one time and popped back up and landed on my feet and ran it out. 
Whoa. And I had so much adrenaline going. I was, I remember going, whoa, I love pain. You know, just being a dude and being a dum-dum, you know. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, just being a douche, you yeah. know, just kind of like that weightlifter, like, yeah. And I didn't realize how bad I hurt myself. And my buddy, uh, Keyshawn, uh, rolled up behind me and he was like, dude, you're back. And I was like, and I looked back and it was just pink all the way back. And, I, mm-hmm. and then I could feel the wind hitting my back. And yeah. I was like, Uh-oh. oh, this is bad. Um, and then that was a whole thing. It took like seven days for it to heal oh, all the man. way and stuff. I did one kind of like that. I was used to be a dishwasher, and I was late for work. So I grabbed my bike before, before I had my license. So I was running down this hill, and I was going probably about 35, and I was trying to get to work. And there's a spot <clears throat> if, uh, in Raymond, you know, like where the, uh, by, by where McDonald's is, the storage units. Yeah. There used to be trees there, and those trees caused the pavement to bubble up because of the roots and oh, i knew that i hate a root bubble dude it, and if you hit it right it's fine like you can i biffed it. it off so many root bubbles man and oh. that's that's where this went i hit the first one i was fine and then the second one because I, I gained speed as i came off that hill second one i hit as soon as i hit the bottom of it my handlebars went like that and i went oh and it went and oh. i i lit like that and i slid probably like five feet from here to here both arms just peeled off the rocks and crap all up in there like all my shirt was like peppered (laughs) and i was like oh almost ripped off a nipple that was real close oh my gosh (laughs) you'd be a legend only one nipple yeah i know right (laughs) that sounds like a pirate name oh there goes uh, one nipple over there (laughs) (laughs) my uh my first D &D character is a dwarf named fergus nipple cheek There was a girl when we went to high school that the, the rumor was that she had no nipples on her boobs. Interesting. And I was always intrigued by the no nipple. That's a, I was like, I gotta see that. Thing. I was always like, I wouldn't mind seeing that boob. Just yeah, to, that, just that's... to see if, not only to verify my suspicions, because <laughs> everyone was suspicious. Yeah. But. It's an anomaly. It's like, what is that? Like, is it a mannequin? Would it be a, would I be like, hmm, that's pretty good. Or would I be like, I mean, ugh. There was a comedian that brought out like. Does that exist? Blurring. Is that a real thing? No, uh, nip- yeah. no nipples? Yeah. Oh, well, sorry. Yeah, to, I'm, I'm sorry sure. to you if you don't. Yeah, that, like that, that community brought out, like, you know, they blur it, but they just blur the nipple. Right. Like, that's not all we want to see. Like, that's the equivalent of that is me pulling it out and just covering up the hole. It's like, you can't see anything. Yeah. <laughs> get, just, get, that, just the head. Yeah, you, know? like you just, you can see everything. That'd be You're preferable, just... honestly, you know, and you'd be like, oh, gives, it adds at least an inch <laughs> with the blur. Right, yeah. You take the blur away. You, you don't know, yeah. If you blur it, then you're like, oh, lose the imagination. <laughs> I think, so, I think personally, I mean, to each their own. Maybe a little more allure is needed with a penis. Maybe there's a little. Maybe you need a little mystique behind it. Maybe yeah. you need uh, like a maybe a blurred penis is better. I don't know. I, I mean, it, it is pretty offensive. It's or abrasive. It's, abrasive. it's like a yeah. That's it's, what, it's abrasive. It's a strange body part. You know, it's the only hmm. thing that just like. Hangs there. <laughs> yeah. You know what it's, I'm it's saying? It's very um, Seems in the way. And it, it, it's very sensitive. <laughs> you think the way evolution would go, like a small penis would be supreme because you'd be able to run and do stuff. Yeah. You don't want the big thing getting caught in the brush right. and stuff, <laughs> you know? Well, the uh, so the Celts and that little pouch that they have in front of their... Is that where they kept their wiener? That was for when they were running. And <laughs> they could, yeah, because so you wouldn't have that going, like, happening. <laughs> Because it kept it all secure, and then it was protected. Isn't that weird? <laughs> <laughs> I want to get a kilt now. Oh, I own a kilt. Kilt's oh, yeah. He's a... 
Yeah, well, see, I don't... Do I don't, you have I that function? Use, no, no, no. Oh. No, but, I mean, you got to go, like, traditional, and you don't wear anything underneath of it. Is that what they do? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, you go, you go nothing. There, there was a band, I think I talked about it on, uh, I think it was the last one, or one of them, this band from Seattle, and he, the guy wore a kilt, but he, he kept trying to put his leg up on the speaker, but he kept pulling it back, like, really fast, because there were some teenagers in the front. And it, I, I was like, well, I mean, you were getting into it, but he kept not doing that. And he was like, oh, well, you know, I don't I wear it traditionally, so I didn't want to be, like, teabagging these kids. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. Uh-huh. Made me aware of a lot of different things. Like, oh, yeah, I shouldn't be up on that ladder. When you were a little, <laughs> when you were a little kid, did you ever just see, like, like a, this is going to sound weird. Have you ever seen, like, like when you were a little kid, like a dick in the wild? Yeah. Where you're like, whoa! Yeah. Like, where it shouldn't be. Like, walking down the street and you just see a dick, you're like, whoa! Mm-hmm. Oh! <laughs> you know? I, I knocked on someone's door and there was, like, a big old rip in his pants and he was just hanging out. And, like, I'm trying to talk to him, but I'm like, I, I can't not look down. <laughs> just hanging out. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> There's this funny memory that me and my best friend, Anthony Bicel, we, we grew up uh, best friends from the third grade on. We're still good buddies. We hang out all the time. Very, very lucky to have a friendship last so long. Um, and we saw our first live boob together. And we lived in trailer parks that were side by side. So he lived in trailer park one longer, and then I lived in arguably maybe the little nicer of the two trailer parks. I mean, I know, I know which one it is. You know which one I'm talking oh, oh, about? Yes, Rosewood Manor, I, I, baby? Yep. Okay. I, I know which one it Very is. Very shameful that you know that. Uh, <laughs> now I feel judged. I mean, I don't want to say I'm better by living in Raymond, but I mean. Dude, I, it was <laughs> humble beginnings. I wasn't like bottom of the bottom, but it, it, was, it was. I was pretty embarrassed hey, I, to have people I drop me off. Yeah. All the time. Uh, I, I actually had people drop me off at the end of the block on a corner house, and I'd walk into the yard and pretend like it was my house and wait for him to leave, and then I'd walk to the trailer park. <laughs> I'd be like, I walked home, it's fine. I, yeah, because when the kids noticed that you were that poor, they treat you different, you know? Mm-hmm. And I tried to keep that facade. Like, I worked to buy, like, Nike clothes and stuff, so I'd always yeah. have, like, cool clothes, so I, like, would fit in. Because in high school, it was all, you know, you couldn't be the poor kid, you know, no. or anything. But I was mm-hmm. on, I had free lunch, and I didn't have to pay for sports or anything like that, you yeah. know, kind of thing. So, you know, we weren't, like, bottom of the bottom. At one point, I, you know, my family we was doing okay. But divorce fans. was... Not good to my family. It kind of that was what happened was divorce. Mm. You know, yeah. And that, Together, that my my family up. made enough money, but then my mom got whatever happened with my family. My yeah. mom was out on her own, and that's when I was in the trailer park. Yeah, you know. Okay. Long of the sh- long of the short <laughs> is that is we're walking down our trailer park, and we're lo- you know we're just hanging out. You know, it's dark out, and the front window there's like an older Hispanic lady, like. Sebastian's mom, right? Okay. Like, we know this yeah. lady, yeah. and she's like 50, you know? And we just see a couple long, yep. saggy tits, and we're like, and we're like, whoa! And she sees us, she's like, whoa! You know, and shuts the <laughs> things. And we referred to it as totally awesome, but not really, but kind of, sort of, but not really awesome, but nasty. Because <laughs> yeah. those were our first live boobs, and yeah. we were like, not bad, you yeah, know? Like, like I mean, we were, we were like, young i keep saying seven because i'm bad at gauging mm. ages but we were young kids you, you know were, enough to like boobs, you weren't teens yet you're teens. we couldn't get our hands on any pornography yeah, or anything yeah. and you know so we're, we're like i mean Ooh. you did grow up in a trailer park <laughs> girls are cool you know because so we had, didn't have you had the woods for that that's yeah we didn't have like inner like in the trailers we didn't have like internet or anything mm. like that you know so 
you know, and we're like, well, well, that was pretty cool, hey, yeah. you know? Like, that was, <laughs> was pretty cool, but not really, because it was Sebastian's mom, but kind of cool, but not really, but, <laughs> but kind of cool, you know? I got, I, got a, I got a worse one than that. Oh, boy. Was it? Hey, was that was non-family member. We've all walked in on a... Well, this wasn't us walking in. Uh, this was, we were, <laughs> we were in a hotel room and, and we were watching, I think it was when uh, Last Comic Standing first came out. Nice. So it was like first or second season. You got a tattoo right there too. Yes, I do. I, yeah, I, have got, I got a few. Nice. I got that one. Good spot. I have. That was my first one. I feel like this is a really hip spot to have a hurts tattoo. Too. That yeah. hurts. It's like really trendy. That one. And then I have... That one. Nice. That one my brother drew. I have. And then I have those two. I have a couple. I'm embarrassed <laughs> of all my tattoos. Oh, yeah? I, yeah, I have three that I don't like, and I just went three strikes and I'm out. I can't. I clearly <laughs> can't stick with this tattoo thing because, like, I'm agnostic. I'm not even Christian mm-hmm. or religious, and this is like a Bible verse on my arm. Is it German? 2911. Which is like what I was. It's cute because it's like what I was named after. Oh, okay. Uh, so I know the verse, you know. It's like, yeah. for I have plans for you. Uh, Plans to, for hopes in a future, or something like that. Something I can, all cute. I can, I can look at it right here. I have, it's uh, I have a thing on here. That's so a, basically that, that is a famous. Like that's a that's a yeah. Yeah. So basically, like when my parents named me, they were like, "Well, oh, we'll give him a name that means hope." And then my middle name's David. Okay. Cool. So it's a very biblical name. When <laughs> yeah. people see my name, they go, "Real biblical?" I go, "Yeah, yeah it's yeah. Jeremiah David." You know, like yeah. I, see, but I, even though like I'm, I'm pretty religious, but I wouldn't go. Right to there. That, that, you'd be surprised how many people just right off the cuff when they see really? my full name say that. Yeah. Interesting. It's really interesting. And, you know, uh, having the name Jeremiah, I get some weird encounters with names. You know, yeah. I'm like, I met a Jeremiah one time. And I'm like, you met one right here. I'm right here. We're not like an anomaly. It's just no. this semi-strange name. It, it is a... It's a longer name. It's a name everyone you. knows, but not many people know a Jeremiah. They they probably do, but they usually go by Jerry or Jay or yes. And people try yeah. to give me Jerry or Jeremy. <laughs> Could be Maya. You never know. I got Maya as a kid. That <laughs> really? was when I was a kid. So that's a weird one. Of like, I don't feel like that one translates. I know, but I don't feel like a Jerry or a Jeremy. Yeah, I go by Jer. People call me Jer. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Or, or Jay. 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 I'm fine with that. Don't call me Jerry. Jerry. I do <laughs> no, not. You like don't look it. like a Jerry. So. I do not feel like a Jerry, <laughs> and I will not answer to Jerry. Yeah, um, Jerry works at like a telemarketing company. Especially as a comedian. Like, that's not going to work. There's already Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. So then it's you're, like, you're already competing with the best Jerry I'm not in the Jerry. business. I'm no Jerry. I don't feel like a Jerry. I just don't got Jerry vibes. So it's funny because that wasn't even the original choice for my name. Oh, interesting. My original name was supposed to be Joshua. Okay. But my cousin Joshua was born in February, and I was born in April, and my parents told my, my I guess, aunt and uncle mm-hmm. would be how that works, family yep. works, um, their plans, and they were like, yeah, we like that. We named him Joshua, too. And they were like, what? No, no, no. That's <laughs> what we were going to do. And they're like, the bull's Joshua. And I'm like, no. And uh, to be fair whatever yeah you know teach their own that's the story i heard so my, who knows how my real dad has the same kind of story too. all that is but then they were like uh we like jeremiah let's go with that and it, <laughs> so it's a it's a it's a second choice name interesting but yeah but my, jeremiah is a name where you don't know many of them no not really but i know so you're this actually the only the second one that i know yeah but it's weird because everyone knows the name yeah. No one's like, I've never heard Jeremiah before. Because Jeremiah was a bullfrog is big. Right. Everyone always sings that to me. 
Stop with the Jeremiah was a bullfrog. We know. We've heard it a million times. The song is Joy to the World. And in the beginning, he just ruins our name for no reason. He's just like, Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Joy to the world, everybody. You know, everyone's happy except for Jeremiah's now. Yeah. Because my, like, name in middle school, my nickname that everyone called me was Ribbit. Oh, God. Because bullfrog's Ribbit. Oh, man. That's not good for a kid's self-esteem growing no, up. No, Calling him really. a bullfrog. No. Mr. Perry was brutal. He called everyone nicknames, though. Mine stuck for, yeah. you know. I never had a, I never had a nickname like that. I talked yeah. about Duke one time, I remember. Because remember the Mighty Ducks cartoon? Where they were like superheroes? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Duke was the best one. He had the, the laser sword and the eye patch. And I was like a week in school, I was writing my name as Duke on there. <laughs> the teacher was like, you need to stop that. You were, that is not your name. <laughs> but yeah, I went by Maya like when I was a little kid, you know. And I remember there's a defining moment when I went from Maya to Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. Because I was even enrolled in school as Maya Hughes. Like, it was just what everyone called mm-hmm. me. You know, I'm hi, Maya, you know, like I'm a little kid. Right. I, I think it's when Jimmy went to James or whatever. It's like a weird right, that transition nickname is. transition to mm-hmm. my, uh, you know, I'm. I'm Jeremiah, you know, or whatever. And uh, that was in the third grade. When I was enrolling into the third grade, I was enrolled as Maya Hughes. And so when they called Maya Hughes, I didn't raise my hand. I was like, man, he's not here. That guy's dead. (laughs) And then there was like, is there anyone here that I didn't call? The teacher's like very obviously, (laughs) you know, as an adult's perspective, he's like, is there anyone here that I didn't call? And I'm like, he's like, what's your name? I'm like, Jeremiah Hughes. I'm here. (laughs) And he's like, oh, my mistake, sir. And he was very polite. Mr. Ogren was really cool. But I was very sassy about it. I was like, yeah, <laughs> not Maya. Sorry. Uh, I'm a grown man now. I'm in the third grade. Okay. See, and I went, I went the opposite. I went from, from Michael to Mick. There you go. Yeah. Like, and Michael's good, but like, I always got Mikey. I got Mick. Did you feel I, like a Michael? I mean, yeah. I'm, I, Michael, I, I okay. like the name. I do like yeah. the name. I think it's a good, like... Does it fit you? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it does. Some people don't feel like their names. No. You know? Like, I'm not Michael Jordan. I feel like a Jeremiah. I feel like mm-hmm. this is what a Jeremiah would be. It's like a weird, jumbly name. So yeah. I have, like, a jumbly brain, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I represent Jeremiah as well. Yeah, I think so. Like, you... you a lot of Jeremiah's I met are African-American. They're what? They're African-American. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Like, a, like most of them. You know, actually, you say that, yeah. I can... That's Sweet. usually where you hear it, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people, when that's they say that they read my name on comedy, and then they see me, they're like, oh, we thought you were black. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, whatever. That's interesting. Yeah, I never, I never actually thought about that. Yeah. But that's, it's funny how, like, certain if you like, Google names Jer- are, in, are more in different, different minorities and things, too, because, like, we get Chad, Stan, Dave, yeah. like, yeah. Lame, those are all lame. just the whitest of the John, white names. You know, <laughs> John, yeah. Smith, Peter. Like, the last name Smith is... What would be one name you could not stand naming your kid? Oh. That just, oh, that name just annoys you. Um, There was one. Plug your ears if you have this name. (laughs) My wife picked it out, and I can't can't remember it. Oh, but it was was awful. I'm like, "Mm mm-mm, I can't do that. I can't remember what it is. Oh, it's a gross name, too. You don't have any name? You're just like, ugh. No, not, not... Not really, no. Not not like right off the top of my head. No, I can't think of. I haven't met one cool hunter. I yeah. Hunter's hunter kind of... is like. Ugh. Yeah, hunter. hunter isn't good. No good. I don't like the. I mean, usually Ethan isn't too great either. Oh, Ethan. Ethan's hard. that guy's a jerk. <laughs> Ethan's <laughs> never cool. You know, I don't. I don't think I've met an Ethan, a real Ethan. 
My Ethan. my daughter goes to school with an Ethan, and he's. I met a Tristan that was cool, but Tristan sounds like a name where you're. It sounds too much like Trisket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Skyler is another one. He was white too. He was a cracker. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Sky- Skyler was one that. I don't care for either. Skyler, uh, yeah, I could see that. That's like the classic white kid name, like Tanner. Yeah, like it's a rich kid. Yeah. Like I, that, Brandon's I, got a bad rap lately. The name Brandon. That's the new Karen, you know. Is it? I don't <laughs> know. I just because every time I see the name, I think of Let's Go Brandon. Oh yeah, all that stuff. Because I see, well, at least in Aberdeen, I see those on flags oh, on the backs of trucks all the I, time. Our, yeah, our areas are horrible for all of that. Yeah, so I mean. That's <laughs> I didn't even know what it was for a while. I'm like, Me neither. NASCAR the, so or the, something? The only thing, like, with, with that whole thing is whatever. But it made me, like, sad for, for humans when somebody called in to, to Biden, whatever, and then said that to him. Oh, and then he yeah. said, yeah, let's go, Brandon. And I was like, oh, man, that's real disrespectful, man. Like, yeah. I mean, you might not like him, but, you know, he's, he's still a president. He's, he's the guy you know? in charge. I mean, <laughs> let's go Team America. You know, I don't want to see anyone fail. No, no, I'm like... I have my preferences, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Which I'm not revealing. I'm being an enigma. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I have no opinion. I, I, I respect the, the people in charge, but I have no opinion about any of that. I learned a fun fact that... Hmm. Oh, should I say this? Maybe I'll get murdered. <laughs> we can always cut it. I learned a fun fact. What's our First Amendment? Uh, is that that speech? Free the freedom speech? of speech, speech, right? Yeah. Um, we are ranked number 44 in the world in free speech. <laughs> Ouch. Those wow. are not good numbers. We do have restrictions on our speech. Yeah. And, um, which is like, I'm not saying take everything away or anything, but that was just a fun yeah, thing where I was like, kind of makes I, you I go, know that either. Huh. Hmm. I work with words good. a lot, I guess. So, yeah. You know, <laughs> well, like a podcast is where I get most of my information and most of the ones are usually comedy. So like they don't, I think I learned that through a podcast. Did you? I can't remember where. I listen to actually like informational podcasts too, like stuff oh, yeah. you should know is really cool. Oh, that, that's a good one. My brother saw them live. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I love Josh and Chuck. Uh, They're great. In nineteen, I think is what it was, or eighteen or nineteen, one of those. They were the first people I've ever heard of doing a live pod where I'm like, they're doing like con. They just sit on a stage and do a podcast to people. Right. And they're like, yeah, people love it. And now everyone's doing it and stuff. So they're like, at least in my opinion, a real trendsetter because they're mm. the first people I ever heard of doing a live pod. Yeah. So the, how many people are usually here? Uh, usually it's uh, three of us. Okay. Yeah, me and then Tyler and Calvin. Dang uh, And uh, Calvin I, just got his wife tested positive for COVID. So like, ah, Another little round going around. The new one, I guess, is called long COVID, and there's no test for it. There's a new COVID? A new strain. Oh, yeah, boy. A new thing. I'm like, ah, oh, man. Long COVID? Long COVID. That's... Probably because it lasts forever. <laughs> it's going to f*** Oh, sorry. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we can cut it. It's fine. Cool. That was, uh, inappropriate. That was an irreverent one. Oh, boy. Well, we're actually getting close to time, though. Cool. About, yeah. about an hour or so. I'm full trying, of, trying yeah. to keep it a little uh, shorter than three hours, because that's my old podcast I did. That's what we did. Yeah. Like, we just talked and talked and talked. And I can just talked. keep going. I'm a blathermouth. <laughs> I can just keep talking. So, and yeah, I appreciate ahead, you uh, having plug me. Plug all your stuff again, too. Let yeah. me know what, what your podcast is, where they can find you, and all that. So Jeremiah Hughes Comedy on my social medias, which I am forced to have. Uh, I didn't have them before or anything like that, but I have them now, and I post like retired retired bits and stuff like that, retired bits. Um, not not retired. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I would almost 
It sounded like I said it, so I wanted to oh, emphasize yeah. retired bits retired, on, yes. on uh, YouTube and stuff like that. Jeremiah Hughes Comedy. You can also check me out at Wired and Weird. Check out our podcast. That's what I'd really appreciate you guys oh. to do. We have a fun time. Um, we really participate with our fans, so if you email us, even if you hate it, email us um, <laughs> just to let us know. Cause we, Any we'll, feedback is nice. We'll, we'll read it on the podcast. We have a section called Hate Mail. Oh, nice. Yeah, we just we love it. We think it's silly. We, it's we all, haven't gotten you that yet. Oh, really? We mm-hmm. haven't got – we have a section called Hate Mail. We've never gotten anything bad. It's always what grinds their gears because uh. the whole thing is like – do you hate us? Do you hate anything? Get it off your chest. We'll talk about it. We'll yeah. riff about it. And so we'll be like, they'll be like, oh, I, we got one person wrote in and said that they work in an office where they leave like, like hair on the toilet seat and oh, stuff. And she was like, I just got to get this off my chest. Like, nice. and we kept everything anonymous, but we like, we were like, oh, how gross. We hate that. That person's inhuman. We should burn <laughs> that place to the ground. And they felt like uh, releasing, hearing us. Like, just rave about it, you know? So awesome. There's a little release for that. So if you hate the show, email hate mail. Um, but check it out, Wired and Weird. That was a really long-winded plug. But that's fine, yeah. man. That, that's awesome. Yeah, so check them out, and don't forget to follow all the socials and all the things. And uh, next time, uh, it might be just me again, too. But we'll have another guest on. Uh, and thank you again for, hey, yeah, for no coming problem. here and... You know, take some time to sit down with me. Yeah, I got tons of stories. It's a fun time. And so maybe, uh, maybe when I try stand up, uh, you'll have to come and yeah, tell hit me, me if up. I suck or not. No, well, we all suck <laughs> in the beginning, but you'll I mean, do you great. Didn't. You're a funny you guy. Didn't. Well, in relativity, I sucked. The crowd just was really receptive, you know. So, uh, but yeah, we all—it's all just a journey, and so just enjoy. If you enjoy doing it, I highly suggest anyone try stand up comedy. You'll know from trying it because I was hooked right away. It was a great time. I highly awesome. suggest it. I'll be there and support you. Awesome. I will be there and probably bomb. Well, I have, I have some, some real bad jokes. We've all done it. <laughs> I like your sense of humor. You'll do fine. Yeah, I'm like you, though. I don't. I don't the hesitation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't exactly. take a compliment. Ah. Yep. Yeah, it's hard to. Yeah. It's okay. Bye. Wired weird. Per Minute has been presented by Stupid Mythic Forest. New episodes come out on Wednesday at 8 a.m. Don't forget to rate and subscribe so you never miss a thing. Stupid Mythic.